Welcome back to another edition of Every Step of the Way Bible Study Discussion Group. Um, a little more information about us. We're more of a discussion forum. A group of brothers that get together every Tuesday and talk about the gospel, share the gospel, share scriptures. And we tie it in with real life situations and, and try to make it plain. And, and hopefully everybody can relate to it. And, and we try to just bounce things off each other and make it make sense to to the average man or even a seasoned, even a seasoned person in the word. So hopefully you enjoy it. It's the group discussion everyone wants more of. The type of conversation people want to be a part of. We share the gospel, scriptures, and we talk real life situations. You've heard us and followed us on Facebook Live. Now you can watch us right here on the Vision Live Network. The wait is over. It's now time for the Hour of Truth. Welcome to the Every Step of the Way Bible Discussion Podcast. The Real starts now. Everyone that's on this call tonight and those that couldn't be here and those that's trying to get in, Father. God, the word is God impact, Father. Impact the world. Impact mm -hmm. someone, God. God for yeah. you. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen. 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 You ready? Yeah, brother John. Oh, hey, we excited about it too. Okay. We feeling your energy and your spirit already. I'm I'm so full, man. I was I was I was just thinking about this word, man. The two scriptures uh, we'll talk about tonight. But before I even get started, man, just a time to reflect on over a year, almost two years to see um, the move of God. When it just seemed like it wasn't nothing going on, it was no movement. Nothing just seemed like, you know, just dealing with uh, elderly parents that um, just just dealing with elderly parents that are in their 90s and 88. And just, you know, you see your parents and you look at them and you see your father, who's a pillar of strength. And then you see his 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 uh, physical uh, anatomy and, and everything change. But we know that, that that God is still large and in charge. And so. You know, with that being said, and then seeing what my sister had to go through to be the caregiver um, for that, but it's not just for just for me on the night. But you think about, uh, I know we got some soldiers on the call and the trials and tribulations that they've been through with their family and being separated from their families and and just uh, how God kept them. And then we deal with death and dying and tragedies in life. We deal with those as well as well. Uh, but, you know, you think about those things and you know that, and I've talked about this before, that the spirit is, is, is willing, but the flesh gets a little weak. We get, we, 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 we get weary and well-doing and we go through and our flesh go through so much. Even though we are men and women of God, we, we, we still have to deal with the trials and tribulations of life and even have to deal with our flesh. And, you know, they, and we just ain't all arrived there, you know. I, I, you know, I can hear uh, uh, Jerome, you know, e even though we, we, we are strong, but we still got to give them the raw side of, of what we go through spiritually in our flesh uh, because the flesh does come up. So the two scriptures that I want to talk about tonight and just two, uh, the first one is uh, Psalms um, 46 and 1. And, and the word, it says this, that, a God is our refuge and strength 
and the ever-present help in trouble. And the second scripture comes from Romans 8, uh, 31, and it, and, it, and it reads as such, and it says that if God is for us, then who can be against us? Are you listening to me? And it says, it says and I'm going to read it one more time. It says, what then we say in response to these things, if God is for us, who can be against us? And so when I began, those are the two scriptures that penetrated me because I knew that what we were going through with my parents, it was beginning, I seen that was affecting my sister. And, 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 and being a caregiver and seeing someone decay, now, you know, being independent and seeing them fall and, and, and seeing them not be able to speak and seeing them not be able to remember things and, 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 and try to grasp and comprehend what they're doing and falling. And, you know, my mom seeing her deteriorate and almost burning the house down and, and then seeing my sister go through all of that, what she went through. But I'm quickly reminded that that scripture came to mind that God is a present help in the time of need, but we gotta, in those situations and when those trials come, we gotta just pray. We gotta pray and yes, it does affect us because we, we are human. Yep. You know, even though we, we, we know God and we know the Holy Spirit, we still go through those things. So with that being said, I, I really was honing in on that scripture and thinking about it, it, if God, and the, and the topic on the night, God is an ever-present help in the time of need or even in the time of trouble. And that topic, if you listen to the top, God is ever-present help in the time of need. So what that tells me, that God is never asleep. He's always available 24-7, even when we're going through those things and those trials in life. And uh, I just like to get someone to even 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 talk about what we're just talking about on the topic. If if, if any of you brothers want to want to add to be, before I move on. Well, I mean, one thing you're talking about is Psalm one twenty one. There you go. Okay. I will look to the hills where come my help. My help coming from the Lord. He that keep Israel neither slump nor slumber. He that eat Israel neither slumber nor sleep. Mm -hmm. David is saying right there when I was at my worst. But I didn't know how I was going to work it out. Mm -hmm. When I've been chased by my son who wanted to seek my life, mm -hmm. I had to go to God because what I was dealing with was more than what I could handle. Right. I'm getting chased down by my, my flesh and blood. And all I can do is look to the hill. That God, which you just said, he doesn't mm -hmm. take a day off and never takes a break. Mm -hmm. We're going through something. We got to look at Psalms 121. And mm -hmm. that he is a, a very present help in a time of trouble. So that mm -hmm. when we call on him, the Bible said that he will answer us mm -hmm. because his eyes are attentive and his ears are attentive mm -hmm. to the cries of his children. And right. so he sits high, he looks low, and he's listening. But mm -hmm. at the time that we call on him, that we reach out and know that in that time, if we trust him, it's all mm -hmm. going to work out. Right. Amen. Anybody else? Yeah, I would like to jump in. Mm -hmm. I, I want to put a different twist in layman terms for the people George mm -hmm. looking at it from one standpoint, but I'm going to look at it from a whole different standpoint. Okay. Who, who am I? God 
not just a time of trouble. Look at the life that we live now. Okay, gotcha. Okay, good. Okay. Look at the life that we live now. Look at the life that we live. Disregard me. Look at the life that we live. Look at where we come from. I come mm -hmm. from a, a, a prosperity, a little town called Pro, in a prosperity, but a neighborhood called the Ponderosa. It's mm -hmm. poor as it can be, poor as I can be. Okay. And then I look at when you're talking about God, you know, when, when George is talking about God is there at the time of trouble, man. When I look at my life from having no money, mm -hmm. no nothing, shoes with holes in it, clothes all tore up. Mm -hmm. Mom did the best that she could to provide. Who you think brought Jerome out of that? That's God. That's, right. a, that's the same. That's the same element that you're talking about. Just putting a different spin on it. When you become successful, when you come from nothing to something, you got to say, "Hey, God brought you out. He brought right. you out. He He put you on the map. He made you. He made you something when you was nothing. Don't get it twisted. Don't think you did all this by yourself." Amen. That's all I want to throw it out there, George. I love you know, the subject because it's a whole different way of looking at yeah, that subject. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah, let me ask you this. Open. It's wide open. Go, go ahead. Somebody yeah. talking. Go ahead. And what Jerome was just talking about, uh, and, and some kind of went through my mind there. William was talking about that. It's like even in that, he still protected you. Amen. 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 You know, he, he, he's still protecting you through that. Mm -hmm. And he had he had a plan for you along the way mm -hmm. to get you to this point. Right, right, right. So, man, when George was talking, I was getting fooled up because we were looking at it from a time of trouble. But, it, you know, the trouble that you may have think that you you've been mm -hmm. in trouble all your life. Right. And, and for us to be able to sit down and and, and, and have a little something, man, you got to give God the glory. Right. Because it could be a whole lot worse. Right. Right. It's just a different way of looking at it, George. I'm just wondering yeah. what a different spin on it. And by you saying that, now here comes the part that I wanted, because I was talking a little bit about it, because even though I was going through that pain, but look at the joy that came out of it. Because what happened, everybody was around me. My sister was worried, but God had put the inner peace in me. Right. Amen. Because, because now, 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 catch this. Now, everybody on this call have been through trials, right? They've been through pain. They've been through hurt. You know, we got some soldiers on the call that have been through and seen death and dying and been through. But God was still there. He was right there with you, even though you were suffering and going through. But now, when you look at the other side of your life and look at where you are now and how powerful it was, gentlemen, I. I was in tears when I saw the movement and how God moved. Amen. Because see, when people there are people that don't have the compassion and empathy for you when you're dealing with your parents, because see, you want that thing to move fast. So you want it to be hurt. You want God to hurry up and move fast, but there's a process. And what I mean in that, yeah, you have to pray, but you had I had to do some paperwork administratively. He wanted to see my faithfulness in what I was doing. Because when he saw that and he saw what we were going through and, and I can hear David now saying, you know, God created me a clean heart, but God has a place for a person when you're broken and when you're contrite and when you're suffering and going through. But the joy of it now that I can sit in and talk about it, what we went from 
when I and I even spent some time with Jerome when I was up there. God allowed me to do that. Amen. But when I got there, I'm gonna tell you now. Oh man, you, listen to this, gentlemen. Mom, dad's heart rate dropped to 23. Mm. Now, okay, now, 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 the medical side of that, right? He shouldn't even been here. Come on now. Now, and he should have been gone, right? But look at what happened. My sister called me on Wednesday, right? She said, I need for you to get here now. So what God did in that, he made sure I got there, did what I had to do to help her get what she needed and get him to the hospital. So when he got to the hospital, let me show you what, what happened with that. They put my dad in hospice and I begin to pray. Come on now. Begin to pray, begin to seek God wholeheartedly God if it if it, if it see a lot of times we don't only want to say this God if it be your will let your will be done because his will is what is the best thing for us yes sir even though the situation but see let me lay something on you what is impossible to man is all possible with God heart rate of 23 we got him in there got him in the emergency room they they they, they got him uh 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 they admitted both of them they were in there. Uh, uh, he was in there from, from Friday to Wednesday. My mom went home Saturday. But I'm going to show you what God did. His heart rate started to go up. Because we begin to pray. See, faith without works is dead. See, you got to pray. See, without faith, you have what? You have no power. Mm, and I on. knew that even the suffering and seeing what he was going through, I still had to pray. It, it, it ain't what it looked like. It's what it's going to be. Come on now. It's what it's going to be. So I had to really dig down and deep. But to make a long story short, gentlemen, to make a long story short, today, my dad's heart rate is being between 68 and 80. Hmm. He's off of hospice care, been off of hospice care for over two weeks. And, and the beauty of it, he's with his wife. And you should see him. Here's a man that was, had dementia, Alzheimer's, and wasn't even talking. Now he's talking, he's up, he's walking, and he's eating right. He's, and, and my mom is the same way too. Oh, I see. I, I mean, so I, I, I'm so I'm so full right now because I see the impact. And then my sister was she she was going through a lot. I, I'm just gonna tell you, you have loved ones around you that you have to be careful that you pray, so that you can be focused on what God has for you to do, because you have to be strong for them as well. Because when you know the Lord, like you know it. You know, when you know that you know that you know, because see, God will come to bind up the straw man to use the adversary to attack her to attack me because they don't want to see that happen. Amen? Amen. So we look at that, and, and, and I know somebody else want to jump in and, and add to that. Man, it, it's awesome <laughs> when you see that you have been going through something and going through it, God begins to answer that thing. I mean, that's that whole walk with Romans 8, 28, all the way to 31. There you go. Right, right. Straight thing. Knowing that all things work together for the good to them that love God, who are the call according to his purpose. So whenever you're walking in what God has ordained, as Jerome said, that, right. you know, growing up on the Ponderosa, one of the most poorest places he said, but then, as Charles would say, then Jeremiah 29 and 11 comes into play. Right, okay. So the thoughts that I think toward you for the Lord. We looking at it to go one way, but God said, nah, that ain't how I planned it in the first place. Right. It's mm -hmm. supposed to work out like this. 
And then you mm -hmm. come out and you can be a blessing to somebody else and he can use right. you for what he right. has put on the inside. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and, and Glenn, you said it. I honestly believe God is going to use me to help someone else. Come on. Because not only it, 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 it was for me, it's for somebody else too. Because somebody on this call is going through something with their parents and don't know where to turn it. But when you get on and, and you hear the testimony of another witness, that gives them encouragement and that helps them through the process. You know, so even even in, when I was thinking about that word, uh, when you talk about refuge, refuge is designed as a condition of being state or shelter from assumed danger or trouble. Something that provides shelter, in other words, Taking refuge in God, catch this, means that we have complete safety in him. Come he on. is our shield from danger and trouble. And it goes on to say in the commentary that God is our refuge, strength, a very present help. He is also, catch this, available, I mean, also abundantly, catch this, available in help in tight places. How many times we'd have been in tight places and God delivered us from it. And it says, blessed are we who realize that our safety, catch this, protection lie not in riches or armies, but in Jehovah alone, in God alone. We put our trust, we lean not to our own understanding, but we always acknowledge him and he will what do what? He will direct our paths. Amen. Anybody else? You know, George, I, um, it just with everything that you you, you shared tonight, and, and and every step in every stage of our lives, mm -hmm. I've always been through. Everybody's always went through, like you said. But mm -hmm. I think at some point, sometimes we dim our eyes, and what mm -hmm. I mean, we dim our eyes from from, from God's promise. Correct. And, and and we start to get a little. You know, we start to navy gaze, as they say, mm -hmm. just right. a little bit, and then, then you, you hold your head up, and like Jerome said, you look around and, and see what God done brought you out of. When <laughs> you know, you kind of see where where, where you're standing um, is not where the world told you you was going to stand. Be. Amen. You know, they told you what you could not do, what you could not be. You know, and and God had other plans for that. Right. And, and I think sometimes when those those waves of trouble come through, mm -hmm. those, those when when the wind beats to get your sails, right? Hope get the rocking. Mm -hmm. You know, it's that calm spirit that God gives us to help us stand. Right. Right. All of those troubles. Right. Yeah, I, I want to add something to what Prentice said. Sermon uh -huh. um, Sunday said, the pastor said, he said, and this might this is a good one. He said that your he said, remember this and understand this, that your weakness mm -hmm. and your insecurities are mm -hmm. God opportunities to take you where God wants you to be. Be there you go. That's good. That's good, Jerome. That's real good. Your weaknesses and your and your insecurities. It's mm -hmm. God's opportunity to take mm -hmm. you where he wants you to be. Not where you want to be, but where he wants you to be. Thank you. Correct. It's all about growing, man. It is. And yeah. you continue to grow in it. You just continue yes. to grow. That's right. 
Jeremiah, I mean, excuse me, Jerome talking about uh, Second Corinthians twelve and nine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Paul, Paul's conversation right there. Yeah, because I I can even think about you know even when I was I was going through when I I, I looked a little fearful because I looked at my dad and I looked at him and I quickly thought about um when that fear tried to creep up in me when they were telling me this heart rate drop I thought about Second Timothy one and seven God has not given us the spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind and, and you know and I thank God for that that. Because, you know, we, we've all been through trial. He takes us to different levels of faith and, 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 and prepares us for the, the next trial that comes because of the power and magnitude of us knowing God and know what he's took us through, you know. And so we, we just continue to give him the glory, the honor, and the praise, you know, for it. God, him, God himself is, is, is still with us. God said he would never leave us nor forsake us. He's going to be with us even until the end of this world amen amen and i i even uh thought about when i was in the military and in somalia and dealing with death and dying you know it was a purpose for me to go through that to get to where i you know because he, he, even in the midst of it you know you look at somebody you you love and you care for and you see them going through a physical uh ailment a physical battle uh, with illness and then you and you know because even myself went through an illness, you know, that was tough and, and, and trying when I had COVID. Because I, you know, if I'm going to tell you something, fear rose up in me right away because so many people were dying from it. I had to give it, I had to give it all to the Lord. I had to give it to him and trust him and know that he could see me through it. And even if I left, the Bible says to be absent in the body is to be present with the Lord. Anybody else? Well, gentlemen, I had a few. I had a few questions I wanted to ask. Right here, Paul. What 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 troubles are you dealing with? That's the first question. Say it again. I'm sorry. What what troubles are you dealing with? You know, we know God is an ever-present help in time of need, and we go through things. What what troubles are you dealing with? If you have any that you're dealing with, and let me. I think the next question will help too. And how do you remember that God is in control when everything seems to be falling apart? I tell you what, I, I jump out there. Okay. And, and, my, and my troubles is really, mm -hmm. my troubles for me is really trying to walk perfectly by the word. Mm -hmm. and, and my troubles with that is mm -hmm. I can't get it right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just gonna be honest about it, man. Like, I, think, I think the biggest thing that I struggle with within myself is, mm -hmm. you know, studying the word, trying to live by the word, trying to, trying to, you know, I've always been a perfectionist. Oh, okay, okay. You know, and when you always been a perfectionist, you, no matter what I've tackled in life, I want to be the best at it. So right. even serving God, I want to be the best at it. Right. right. Then when I don't do it right, man, I, I come down hard on myself. And it, and it makes me ill all around, make me question my walk with God because I want to do it right. I want to be right about it, but I don't mm -hmm. always get it right. And, and the thing I'm learning now, I, I may never get it all right. Right, right. right. <laughs> and I may never get it all right, man. And, 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 and that's the, you know, shooting the basketball, you can get it right. Hitting the baseball, you can get it right. Right, right. Okay. 
So I'm I wonder now. Say it again. You ain't gonna hit every basket. You're not gonna hit every ball. Right, right, right. So, but guess what? The percentages of that still looks good, and 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 the way they got the game built, you know, it still can look. I can go three for ten with three home runs and look like a star. You right. I go three for ten with God and sin ten times. God eat me up. He said, "A righteous man falls seven times to get up again, and he does not expect you to get it right." Amen. Peter, after he made his confession that Jesus was the Son of God, the Christ, the Son of God, turned right, right around in the next sentence and <laughs> rebuked Jesus. And That's Jesus right. just told him, blessed are you for flesh and blood that revealed to you but my Father. Then right. turns around after rebuked him and said, um, get behind me, say, and then tell him, the devil has desired to sit through his feet, but I prayed to you. That right. after you have been tried, I mean you're gonna go through something, right? Get up and turn around and strengthen your brother. Right. Yeah, right. we set ourselves up because we are worth critic. But then right. we have to look at ourselves that with the same eyes God looked at us with. He looks at us with eyes of forgiving and eyes of grace because he knows that we're not gonna get it right. Right. But he all, all you know what he said, be perfect for I'm perfect. All he wants you to do is be perfect in your attempt. Yeah, hey, hello. There you go. Amen. He know you ain't gonna get it right. He wants you to be perfect in your attempt. That when you sin, get up, rebuke yourself, ask for forgiveness, repent, and go on about your business trying to get it right the next time. But you know, Glenn, I think I think what I'm trying to say is, I don't understand how I can't get it right. It's not that hard. If I would just think about, you know, what I'm gonna say, how I'm gonna say it, you know respecting others all the you know all the things the bible talks about i just i just wonder why you know somebody can study the word so much and want the word so much and still be so fallible I, it's that's the struggle you know it was such a good question by george it's just an awesome question to be honest with you if you really think mm -hmm. about it well, I'm, gonna give you a I'm looking at it from a, a um a christian standpoint i'm just looking at it from you know i shouldn't have to struggle so much in my walk I, I just right. feel like I shouldn't have to struggle so much. So mm -hmm. that means I got to study a little more. I got to give it up a little bit more to God. And I got to pray a little harder. All those little things that I got to do, man, just to make sure that, you know, I'm doing I'm doing his will. Mm -hmm. You know what, Jerome? By admitting that you're doing his will. That's right. There you go. That, that's the thing. You ask a question, why is it so hard? You know, I, I feel like it shouldn't, it, it ain't hard. Why do I make mistakes? Because as long as you breathe in air, in and out of your lungs, your heart is beating, your mind is active, right. your flesh is alert, and the right. devil is not going to stop trying. Right. And he is going to try all the time. Look at Job. The Bible said Job was perfect. Mm -hmm. And even still, Satan came for him. Right. So much so that God even asked Satan, have you considered my servant Job? Oh. And, Job and Satan said, yeah, I tried him. But you got a hedge of protection around him, so I can't get to him. But if you remove it, I make it first to you to your faith. You don't think maybe God had that kind of same conversation with Satan about you? Have you tried my servant Jerome? Right. There's none like him in the earth. He's perfect, mm -hmm. upright, fears God and steals evil. He studies my word. He prays. He talks right. with me. He walks with me. And he tells me that I'm his own. And Satan is saying, yeah, I'm trying him. But you got mm -hmm. a hedge of protection around him. Every time I turn around, you're blessing it. You let it right. get up in the morning. 
You let him read his word. He got the activity of his limb. He breathing in and out. He going to and fro. And every time I try to throw something in his way, you block it. That's right. So mm -hmm. you might have to consider that maybe that conversation's been had about you and you beating yourself up. And God mm -hmm. is just proving how much of a true uh, man of God you actually are. Glenn, I, I really appreciate that, man. But I always, you know, when I walk that walk with the, with the, with the, in the world, I was a strong soldier for the world. I, I honestly believe that if we're going to be a strong soldier for God, we got to be right. real with ourselves. We got to look in the mirror and see who we really are. We used to run in the same circles. <laughs> Come on now. We used to run in the same circles. We weren't all together, but we were in the same places. We did similar things with, with similar people at similar times. And I get it. I can tell you right now, I'm my worst critic. When I do something I know I ain't of God, it tears me up. But then I have right. to learn. And I ain't gonna lie, it took me a minute to learn that I the refuge I have and the promise I have is that God's right. grace is sufficient. Right. Go to him as a God, I'm sorry. And I can try to get it right the best I can. Right. I, I said it last night on, on an um, interview I was on last night. I don't get it right all the time. Right. I'm not arrogant enough to think that I am going to get it right all the time. And I can be pretty arrogant. So, you know, and, and that is it. I've learned. And it took me time because, you know, I got saved in 2005 uh, off the streets, you know, running, whole mongering, drinking, fighting, whatever I right. thought I'd be able to do. And right. God just put all that to a standstill. Mm -hmm. It hurts me when I when I fail, but then I've, I've learned that I, that the only time I fail is when I don't try to get back up. There you go. There you go. Keep swinging. You, you, you're a baseball player. Keep swinging. Come on now. Basketball player, keep shooting. Because that's how that's, because that's what when we put it down and stop swinging, mm -hmm. that's when we lost. Yeah. Amen. That's when we lost. Still swinging. Mm. You know the word the word is out on all of us anyway. Come on now. You got you gotta understand because right now we're going through a and and Glenn noticed we're going through a serious spiritual battle in this world because you look at the way things are going and you know and, and you look at this COVID and you look just look at how things are going the killings that you're seeing that's going on God wants to use us to to help people to know that they need to know they got to know Christ they got to have Christ in, in this day and time everyone is calling this call has a ministry angel that God has released to each and every one of us that protects us that leads us, that guides us, that be with us. And Jerome, I'm just—I—I I, I go through the same thing, but I, I'm at the level now that I know that, I, and it's painful when I when I sin. Like Glenn was saying, it, it hurts me to the core because of who I am and who I belong to. You know, and I look, I say, God, forgive me. Almost being in tears and like, but quickly, we, we quickly begin. God, forgive me. I repent, Lord. Uh, of my sins because see the devil want to keep you right where you are see the thing about it he cannot he can only deal with you with things in, in in the past he cannot deal with you in the future because he's not god he's not omnipotent he's not all powerful and and he cannot be anywhere at, at all at one time but god can i think i think that i think the failure is a part of the plan 
Because mm-hmm. if we if we got it right all the time, how much will we repent? If, if we got it, if we got it right, okay. how soon do, how soon do we start taking credit for for things that's going well? I, I think failure is the tool in the kingdom that that it, that is a requirement to keep us on track more than to beat ourselves down. I think too. I think you're right on track with that, Todd. I also think it's a measuring tool. I think because failure allows you to see what's on the inside of you that you need to work out. Right, you know, right. If you don't fail at something, you don't know what you need to work on. You know, it, it, Jerome used the analogy of baseball. If you know you ain't good at hitting a curve, you need somebody throwing you a bunch of curves and you understand what the break is so you can get on the crack. So if, if that's the whole thing. You're not good at a baseline jump shot, then mm-hmm. you got to get on the baseline and you got to shoot them until you confident right. in it. And that's the same thing. Trouble comes to build our confidence. Yeah, right, right. It, it comes to give you a benchmark of what it is you need to, to, to get God to help you with, what you need to pray about. These troubles come so that you know what to open up your mouth and say. You know, if you don't know you're doing something wrong, then how are you going to fix it? Right. And so when trouble comes, it's showing you this is not right. Mm. You need to pray about it. And so right. you can talk to God about what you need and what you need to change. And let me let me let me let me throw this one out here because uh I, I had I had a note, I had this I want to share with you. Now catch this now. Uh our society doesn't like the thought of us being still. Come on. Being being still is another way of surrendering surrendering to God. So society mm. doesn't like that. So what area in real life do you need to be still and reflect on God in? Did everybody catch that? Do I need to read that again? Let me read it one more time. Our society doesn't like the thought of us being still. Being still is another way of surrendering to God. What area, real life, do you need to be still and reflect on God? You know, one of the things for me, as mm-hmm. I get to think about it, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and, and if and for those of you that have kids, a lot of times, for me and myself, I got to speak on Prince Brooks now, that I try to somewhat instill my will on my children. I try mm. to bend mm-hmm. them to what I think is perfect for them. Mm. Mm. Now, you got to understand my children are 23 and 15. And sometimes in that thing of trying to instill what I want, mm. I leave God behind. Okay. 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 You see what I'm saying? It, mm-hmm. where, I, I, where instead of putting God in the forefront uh-huh. and, and letting them see God first, mm-hmm. instead of seeing what I want first, I want you to be this way. I want you to be the educated, smart professor, top dog. That, that, that. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think when we get to a point that we try to mush it into them and, and mash it, that you know, and, and it's not where they are going, and start instead of trying to hit, kick them on a good path, 
and help them find their way, teaching them God first, you know, it's like me trying, I, I can't say that, but it's like trying to live your youth through your children. Mm -hmm. You know, and so sometimes I have to take a back seat to that because right about two weeks ago, my my kids asked me, why do you come home angry so much? Why you why are you all time angry? My daughter asked my wife, she said, when dad go get back to his old self. Mm -hmm. mm. Mm. You know, so yeah. that's me trying to instill in them what mm. I want them to do. You're right. Amen. When did you become this angry man, Mr. Brooks? I always know you to be a gentle giant. <laughs> that's, that's what they said. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, my brother. Uh, Second Corinthians, the 12th chapter, the 6th verse, no, ninth verse. And he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee. But my strength is made perfect okay. in that's weakness. Good. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So, so when we are weak, mm. it shows his strength. Stronger in us. Amen. Yeah. See, 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 we we used to depending on ourselves. Right. But we have to learn when we become men of God, women of God, that it's no longer our strength that we should be depending on. Because we know I was a fail. Even in basketball, I was pretty good myself. You know, I'm not bragging, but I was that dude. But, you know, every now and then, like like Lynn said, I don't, I don't miss a shot, game-winning shot. But I can recall in the championship in high school for Columbia High, I said, and I, I had left the church already, but I said a prayer. Radish was going out to warm up. And man, I had the game of my life. I always think about that. I was happy. But, but I, I, I knew the Lord, but I, like I said, I had left the church. But I, I, I said a prayer and had the game of my life. I thought about that when I got saved, you know, some 30, 40 years later. Right. That he was there all the time. But when we allow him to lead, and like, like you said, we're going to make mistakes. We never get it right unless we allow him to lead and, and, and allow him to lead uh, Brother George uh, being still doesn't make us weak. It makes right. us right. When he leads, then it's a perfect step. Mm -hmm. and, and, and all that studying you're doing, uh, Brother Jerome, you see it as you walk. Now, somebody might not like the way you're walking, Right. You right. walk in favor of God. You obey right. his will as Job did. And he's blessing you and blessing you. They might not like it. But as long as you know that you allowing God to represent, to use you to represent his will, mm -hmm. man, this, this, we can't worry about what the world say. Even though we want them to see God in us. We want that. But he also has to bless us because of his namesake. Right. So that the unsaved can see what it looked like to be a man of God. If not, then they don't want to know our God. If we always mad and, and, and beat down and, and, and walking like we ain't got no friend, 
Venom, we drinking vinegar all the time. Don't nobody want to serve that kind of God. But when the light is shining and we allow him to lead, no matter what, we, can, we get painful. We, 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 we get tired. We get all that. But God, his strength, don't take much to make us happy. Not in Christ Jesus. His strength will allow us that even when we say we can't take no more, we ain't going no more. We ain't doing this no more. He still strengthens us in our weakness because he never fails. His strength carries us as long as we allow. Even when, even when we stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, we have to let we have to allow him to lead. Because, like you said, Mister Brooks, when you try to do it or when I try to do it. We mess it up every time. And then we have to go right back and say, Lord, you leave. We do it every time. Amen. Well, let me let me share this and uh this I'm this last little nugget and then uh I'm gonna let it I'm gonna let it be open uh to everybody, of which we have been doing anyway. But the last scripture, you know, is uh Romans 8:31, where it says, When then shall we say in response to these things, if God is for us, who can be against us? And so uh, even when I was going through uh, the trial of getting my mom in the nursing home, I had to deal with opposition and I had to face it because when you're doing a pile of paperwork and you've been doing it for over two weeks and then, and then you get the final paperwork done and then it was done early and you hear nothing back. You get weary and well-doing. You, you, you get frustrated. You get angry. Now, I'm going to be honest. I got angry. But the Bible says you can get angry, but sin not. Amen. So what I did, I began to pray to God and ask God, God, you can make a way out of no way. You can remove obstacles out my way. Amen. Because we are more than conquerors. And we got to believe it. You and me will make your enemies your footstool. That's a powerful scripture. When we when we say those things, we got to believe it. We got to have faith and belief to know that God can do it. And so, with that being said, and you know, at the last day when I was leaving, the individual that supposed to contact three weeks ago comes out of the room, right, and says, "Mr. Clash, we got some paperwork for you to sign." But God had already fixed that. Come on. He didn't know it. He's communicated to me. But in my mind, I didn't get angry. I said, it's, it's finished. God had already done it. She went back and reflected back. Oh, no, Mr. Class, you're not the person. Your paperwork is already done. God had already worked out. See, mm -hmm. but we have to have faith and believe and wait and stand and see what? The salvation of the Lord. Let God work it out. We got to do what we need to do. I said that earlier. And God will do the rest, but you got to have faith, even if you have faith of a mustard seed. But what I want to say on to this, and then I'm, then I'm going to leave the floor open and the commentary to that scripture. If God is for us, who could be against us? Catch this. When we consider these unbreakable links in the golden chain of redemption, the conclusion is in If God is for us, in the sense that he has marked us out, guess this, he has marked us out for himself. We are sanctified, we are set apart by the use of God, and we have to believe that. 
And it goes on to say that no one can be successful against us. No one be successful against God's people. Amen. And so Amen. I, just, I just wanted to, I'm so full and I just wanted to leave that thought with y'all and, and just know that God is our ever present help in the time of need, in the time of trouble. And when we go through it, we see what I can look at my life and see from, from where I was back then and where I am now, man, I'm just shouting for joy because I could, I could have been dead and gone, but God has a purpose and has a divine purpose for all of us to do his will and his will alone. Amen. 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 Brother, Brother Joe, Amen. In that same chapter, mm -hmm. this is 30, 37 through 39. Come on. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. Through him that love us. That's right. This, this is what get me now. For I am persuaded. You know, when you're persuaded, you convinced that's it. Can't change my mind. That's it now. Right. There you I'm go. That's it. You can't change that. It, 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 the gavel on here, that's it. Right. That neither death, nor life, nor angels, come on now, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And that covers everything. That covers government. That covers all. All, the law, nothing can separate us from the love of God through Christ. I'm persuaded. I'm convinced. Nothing. So whatever the enemy throws at us, we know we win. We know that. Right. That mean that don't. But we have to go through the test. That's right. You have to go through the trial. You can't. You can't be. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You can't be clear of the conviction unless you go to court. You got to go to court. Right. You, know, you, want, you got to go show up so that you can be clear. Not guilty. Because he paid on the cross. He paid that on the cross. And no enemy, uh, uh, nobody that the enemy uses can take that, can change that verdict. Right. Amen. He Amen. said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Amen. Amen. And Amen. God. Hey, look! Hey, look! I know, I know, I said I was done, but I got, I got, <laughs> I got one question. I got one question. Now, listen to this question: When was the last time God reminded you of the love of Christ in the midst of tribulations <laughs> and distress? I'm gonna read it one more time. <laughs> When was the last time God reminded you of the love of Christ in the midst of tribulations and distress? Brother Robert, you said it. Nothing should separate us from the love of God. Amen. 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 <laughs> the question, I'll throw it out there. Amen. Anybody? Yeah, I'll jump on it. I don't mind. You know, when you have kids, and I'm, I'm I gotta talk around this one, but when you have kids, mm -hmm. you never want your kids to go through anything that mm -hmm. you done went through. Okay. And 
when my daughter had problems with her boyfriend, mm-hmm. okay, I have to remind myself of the things that I've done to make sure God reminded me, don't be so judgmental on this guy because mm-hmm. you have walked that walk. You just mm-hmm. see yourself in the mirror. Okay. And I'm just being honest about that. Right. Because I've walked the same walk and made some of the same mates that this individual has made. And sometimes when you're, when you're correcting your daughter on what should be done, you forget that, hey, you was once that individual. Hello. Hello. You was once lost just like that individual was lost. So then when I look at it from that, God reminds me, hey, look at it from when you was there. <laughs> Instead of trying to look at it like, hey, I'm all godly and I'm gonna give you the talk. I'm gonna make sure I pass judgment on I'm gonna I'm gonna hang it, you know. I'm gonna hang it, you know. Right. I have to look at myself and say, hey, what's the right way to do this? Look right. at both sides. God right. tells me to look at both sides. Right. You know, look at my daughter's side, look at his side. And because right. he's not my son, I don't want to make sure. I, I want to be fair about it. I want to make sure I give him the benefit of the doubt. Right. If she's wrong, she's wrong. She can be my daughter and still be wrong. But still be right, correct. You know what I'm saying? So if she's wrong, she's wrong. And if he's right, he's right. It doesn't matter whether she's my daughter and he's not. I have to, I have to go about this in a mm-hmm. godly manner regardless right. of who's my child or not. Right. Amen. Bless your holy name, God. <clears throat> Amen. Brother Jerome, you're right. That reminded me of something several years ago when my daughter had a flat tire out in five points. If anybody know anything about five points, and it was like oh, yeah. two something in the morning. And mm-hmm. uh naturally I had to get up out of my bed and, and go out there to five points. And I seen all of those college kids at two something in the morning walking up and down, just you know, doing what they do. And I thought almost like you, I was like, what the heck are they doing up this type of night, walking all around and whatnot? And just right then, I thought about it, you were just like that. Just because they're up at two, three in the morning. I mean, look at me now. I was doing the same thing in the military at two, three in the morning. And we're partying from club to club and doing all kinds of stuff, drinking out of my mind and whatnot. Cause I was like, what the devil, why they ain't in the... I'm thinking like a 40-something-year-old man. Why they ain't in the bed? How can they be up at this late at night? And right. just like that, wait a minute. Now, come on. You was the same way. And I Amen. thought, oh, my God. You know, absolutely right and whatnot. And just because, like I say, they doing that, those are future preachers down there. Uh, a pastor, all of that type right, of stuff. Because right, I was right. the same way. And like that. And we got it. We can't be judgmental about stuff right. like that when we were doing the exact same thing. Amen. 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 Brother. Amen. And Amen. Flash. What you were saying, I love uh, what you're saying about if God be for us, who can be against us? You have no greater security than that right there. Because right. in Psalms 118 and 6, my Come God, on, man. the Lord who is on my side. Come on, man. Who right. is on my side? Who Amen. shall I fear? What right. can man do unto me? Right. See, God is on my side. That's beautiful right there. I know that God is on my side, and I know if he's with me, nobody can be against You can be against me all you want to. You ain't going to win. Come on. Hallelujah. That's why because God is on my side, and God bless you, brother. I, I love that. I, I came in late, but I love that right there. And when you said that, I went right to 1 Psalm 118 and 6, that the Lord is on my side. And who better side for anybody to be on in the Lord? Hallelujah. Hey, hey, look, that was one of the scriptures I had on the paper. So I know God, that's confirmation. Thank you, brother. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Thank you, brother. God bless you.
<laughs> Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. Oh, man. Anybody got anything before we do these takeaways and shout out? Mm-mm-mm. I know for me, man, um, <laughs> last <Jesus>. week, <laughs> last Monday, uh, the, the enemy un- unleashed <laughs> Everything that he had assigned towards me um, Monday, man, and I had a really, I had a really bad day, man. I lost myself and all that. <clears throat> and so, leading up to tonight, uh, man, I fought so many things that, I mean, man, I'm tired, I'm burnt out, I'm working two jobs, all those, all those things. So the enemy was using all kinds of things to tell me, hey, man, take a break. <laughs> now, mind you. This, this is not about me. This is every step of the way. All of us you knows I love all you guys, all that. But man, all kinds of all kinds of reasons why we should not come on tonight. And man, when I tell you, I got so much from tonight. I'm talking about I, I can't think of anything that hit me more personally than tonight, man. So George, man, thank you. I needed that personally. Thank you. Great, great. So small, small in, in, in scripture for us, numbers of scripture, but powerful in, in, in the meanings that they have, man. So thank you. I do want to say that before we get to the takeaway. Shout out. Anybody, anybody got anything? Brother Josh, is you there? Yes, sir. I'm here. Give me something. Um, man, just Brother George tonight was just awesome. Uh, I feel like you really hit the nail on the head with the lesson tonight. And, uh, I appreciate it that Jerome, I appreciate you being honest because I've been going through some of the same things. And uh, Glenn, I feel like you 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 kind of summed it up and put it together. Just the whole feeling inadequate and feeling like I'm never gonna get get it right. Um it's something I've really been struggling with. So I really appreciated the the knowledge that you gave us on that. Um and that's it. Other than that, I mean I love you guys and I I'll be here every week with y'all to the end. Amen. And amen. Hey, love, love you too. Dirty bird. First of all, great lesson. What I got out of it, man, is I got to learn how to put God first and how to put, and Todd, it's not dirty bird, it's Georgia dogs. How to put Georgia dogs on the back. <laughs> okay, okay, sorry. <laughs> it, it, it's, a, it, it's a work in progress, but. Mm. Now I see that when you do fail, I mean, I, I hey, Todd, I'm like you, bro. This, these last two weeks, man, has been, it's been there. I mean, I'm driving home last Thursday, and minding my own business, all of a sudden this six point bucks jumps out in front of my car. Actually, I thought I was gonna flip the car because I actually felt the car going leaning toward the, toward the left. So I just do like I just did my own little thing. Like I I learned watching racing, man. Just let the steering wheel go and let the car go where it wanna go. Car didn't flip, car is total. I'm still here. So hey. It's crazy, man. And then I'm driving, like I told you earlier, I'm driving today on Hugo Street from out of all places. On busy street early in the morning, 8 30 in the morning. What runs in front of the truck? Another deal. Jesus. So I'm like, okay. So at first I thought, at first I thought I was seeing things, but 
I saw the camera because it, it wasn't. I didn't say nothing nice to him when I saw him this morning, though. But it ain't. I, I so now I know what I need to do. I I, I got to keep remembering. Yeah, you're gonna fall short, but you gotta learn how to repent and mm. ask for Amen. Man, the dirty, dirty dog. Excuse me, <laughs> Fred. George. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, good, good lesson, Mister George. Um, God bless you, man. Amen. Yeah, I, I look. This has never happened to me before. Can dirty bird? I don't know what it is. Somebody's gonna explain it, but. God trying to tell you something. Be the man you're supposed to be. I don't ask me. I don't know. Wrong. Keep keep moving. Keep going. Keep fighting. Keep there. Yes, Jesus. Todd, stand up and be who you're supposed to be. Amen. Amen. Jesus. Um, I don't know. Look, that just something that was there. I don't know why. I appreciate the night, George. I love you guys for everything. Uh, I really appreciate it. Amen. Love you. Man, Prentice, thank you, brother. Good job, friend. Hey, man, I received that. Thank you, brother. Love you. Love you. Brother Robert. Thank you, uh, brother George. Hold the Bible. I passed by there yesterday. I got you. Uh, amen. Passed by there yesterday. Uh, listen. Listen. The joy of the Lord. It's our strength. Amen. Let me say that again. The joy of the Lord is our strength. When I was having, I had two surgeries back to back. I was out of work for about three to four months inside of two years back to back. And I couldn't understand me being this man of God having to go through this at the time. But as I studied and, and, and kept allowing the Lord to heal my body, the joy of the Lord, he's never unjoyful. He's always joyful. Right, right. Always. So if that's where our strength comes from, then we have to always allow ourselves to tap into that strength. Right. Because right. the Lord is always joyful. Right. Amen. So, so, so that's where we get our strength from. Even when we, when we studied the Bible and he went through the all that with Israel and, and all the other countries that he had to continue to bless and, and, and condemn, bless and condemn, bless. He still loved them. Right. And he said it for my servant David's sake that he would never cast Israel away totally. So even when we stumble, sin, and fall, and as Brother Glenn said earlier, we get back up dust ourselves off and, and, and do this over again. Remember, he waiting on us to get back up and dust ourselves off. We'll never be perfect, but in him, he's perfect. Not us. He's perfect. His will is perfect. So as long as we continue to tap into that and, and allow him to lead, and as Brother George says, stand still and see the salvation. Hey, uh, is that George the dog? Can I see you join the dog? Them two deals, they gone. You sitting right there like you said, brother. We got you here with us tonight. 
by the grace of God. Tell them good they tried, but they lost that fight. They lost that battle, dog. You hear? God bless y'all, brothers. Amen. Good job, brother. And you still a gentle giant, there, Mister Brooks. My gentle giant. <laughs> Good job, brother Robert. Love you, man. Brother Dakota. Amen. Amen. God bless you, brothers. Amen. Amen. The last one of you. Amen. Brother George, uh, I know I can just tell. I, I hate I miss it, but I seen when uh, Todd had put it online what you were talking about tonight. Awesome. I, I know the awesome word that the Holy Ghost used you on tonight. Amen. Amen. And Georgia dog, the devil and swung and missed again. Hallelujah, God. <laughs> That's all what it is. God blocked it, as the songwriter says. Amen. Because many people, many people don't come back from a dip. If it hits you the right way, or whatever the case may be, but like you said, the car's total, but you still here. The devil swung and missed again. Hallelujah, God. You're covered under the blood of Jesus. Amen. It's just like uh, we continue to give God praise. In Psalm 118 and 28 and 29, thou art my God, and I will praise thee. Thou art my God, I will exalt thee. Hallelujah. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. For his mercy endures forever. My God. Amen, amen. And, and a brother Todd, you know, keep the chin up. Amen. I know you're saying some things wasn't going your way. But uh, as we all brothers on the line know that you just upset because the giant lost. But you will be all right, brother. <laughs> we, we know why you're going through. We know why you're going through. And whatnot. Right. So you just need to stop that. You know what the cause of this is. But uh, <laughs> and we love you, though, still yet, and go Braves. God bless each and every last one of you on the line. Hey, good, good job, brother. Needed that, man. Love you too, man. Man, y'all, man, this has been so much for me tonight. Good job. Love you, Dakota. Love brother you, brother. George. Yes, sir. No. Mm. Uh, uh, first, I want to, um, man. I have to give honor to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Uh, because for the last few years, what he brought me through and being able for me to be able to deliver this message from the word of God, it's just an honor and a privilege to be able to do that. And 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 and, and what I went through to even get to this moment, I mean, adversary did not want this word to come forth. It was just seemed like some obstacles that was coming up. You know, even when even when uh, Todd said, you know, you up, he was just attacking me. You 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 can't do that. You can't. I mean, but but I just love the Lord. I just love the Lord with my whole heart, my body, my soul, and my spirit. I just want to thank you, brothers, and I have to publicly thank y'all right now for your prayers when you knew what I was going through with my family. You know, it's just a, it's just a blessing to know you have praying brothers that can play, pray for you and know the Lord and get a prayer, prayer through. But it just mm -hmm. wasn't, you know, we got to do what we got to do, but God will do the rest. But I just have to give God the glory and the honor for I thank, I want to thank all you brothers from the bottom of my heart with your Holy Spirit input that you gave on tonight. You know, that it went through the airways and, and that this word penetrated somebody's heart on the night and the Holy Spirit touched them that they will be forever changed. They won't, they won't be the same once they get off this call, that their life will be ever changed because of the power and magnitude of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you all, you brothers, all, and thank you, uh, all you brothers. Amen. 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 God bless you, brother. Amen. Amen. Great job tonight, brothers, Judge. Great job, man. Awesome, awesome, man. 
when, God, when I felt it, I felt it even last week. I felt mm -hmm. it last week. God be the glory. I just felt it, and I knew you was going to bring it. And I mm -hmm. know personally, man, I'm so grateful for tonight. Good job, I love you, brother Jerome. I want to give a shout out to Jar tonight, y'all. I want I mm. want to tell everybody that listening. Mm. If you ever if you never met this fellow, mm. he's oh, genuine, thanks. man. When you meet a guy like George, mm -hmm. you see Christianity at work. You know what Christianity looked like when you meet George. Thank you, Lord Jesus. George and I went, we met up and Jesus. you know, and I, I'm a, I'm kind of a tough neck, so it's kind of hard for a guy to tell me he loved me. But I guarantee mm. you in the first hour he told me he loved me ten times. Jesus. And I, he's just oh, yeah. he's just genuine, man. Oh, he just got oh, yeah. a lot of love in his heart, man. And he's real. He's just real about it. He says it out loud. He don't care who's around. The dude just love people, man. He's just that type of guy, man. So when you're around him, you know you're in the mix of a good person, man. So if you if you really right. want to know a good person, man, this dude that's taught us tonight, man, he's Thank he's real. You. I can Thank I can vouch for him, man. I, I met him twice, and he did the same thing. Got the same demeanor, same personality. Very sharp guy, you know what I'm saying? But hey, he's gonna, he gonna, if he loves you, he's gonna tell you he loves you a hundred times. And, you know, so you might as well just suck it up. But I'm looking at him like, man, hey, hey, you know, so many people around, you know, you can kind of cut back on that a little bit. <laughs> I'm just saying. But hey, that's just who he is. Man. He's just a good guy, man. And you know, it, it, for me, you know, I just haven't been around a lot of guys like that. You know, in, in my world that I come from, I just haven't. They tell you men telling men they love you like that. Mm, Especially right. for me, I just ain't never heard that. Never heard nobody really tell me they love me like that. So right. I want to thank George, man, because he, he's teaching me how it's okay. It's okay for me to tell Glenn or you guys that I love you guys. Amen. You know, Amen. George told me that. That's all I got. Right. Good job, Jay. Good job. And I want to piggyback on that because he he routinely calls you just to say, and and, I don't, and I'm I'm not selling this because I just don't do that. He routinely call you just to say, "Hey, bro, I'm just thinking about you, and I love you." And 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 it it seems like a small thing, but man, that's such a huge deal, man. When when someone calls you for a man to call you. And say, hey, bro, I've been thinking about you. I love you. And that's it. He ain't selling nothing. He just, he want me to know, not in a text message. He want me to hear yeah. his voice. He tells me, and he he loves me. And almost every time, it's in a place where I really need to hear it from someone. Yeah. My dad. And so, and so to have a guy that, that genuinely loves me and to tell me that, man, yeah. awesome. Awesome. I love you, brother. One of, love. Before I turn it over to Brother Glenn, I don't, I don't, I don't want to smooth past the, the thing that Jerome said about the situation about his, his his daughter boyfriend. Man, a lot of times we forget that where we was at in our walk might have been different. It might have been a different thing. It might have been a different look, a different yeah. outfit of, from what it looks like. But to God, we was all the same. Mm -hmm. Where we was at, we were sinners. You know what I'm saying? And we wasn't clinging to to the hand of the Lord. So let let's be mindful of. When we interacting with people, wherever they at, we were still there. It was just a different outfit. It was a different look. But to God, we wasn't chasing after him. And so I just wanted to make sure, because that was a big nugget for me. And Prentice, wow, man, man, whoa. What you said to me, man, God been telling me ever since last Monday. He, I've been hearing it in my spirit, those words that you said to me in the, in the same subtle tone. 
I've been hearing it in my spirit. So thank you, brother. Love you. Love all you guys. Brother Glenn, take us home. Amen. Let me tell you, George, uh, uh, to reiterate what Todd and Jerome both said, one day I was having a real, real bad day. So much. <laughs> it was so bad I was almost in tears. Nobody knew it. Nobody understood it. I mean, I was having a real bad day. And as I the blue, you pick up the phone, you call me, say, hey, brother, just want to check on you and let you know I love you. Thank you. So if we take the opportunity to tell you now, we love you right back. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. God, God bless us in your spirit for a reason, to let us know Amen. that his love that you that he shares with you, you share with us. Amen. Love you, man. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. The last night was so relevant because people are tired. And they're yes. going through it, and they don't know how to fix it. Right. And the only way we can fix it is trusting in God. Right. Right. It's so relevant. It, it was so needed. It was. It's so raining that you you know God used you in the manner that He used. You. God he showed up on your behalf so that you would have the experience to show somebody else. Mm. Uh, Jesus. It, it's just going so much deeper. Jesus. Uh, dirty dog. You're talking about that deer, but you need to look at Psalms 42 and 1. <laughs> As the deer panters after the water brook, so does my soul panters after thee. God trying to get your attention. All right. He showed up twice for a reason. Yes, sir. He showed up twice for a reason to show you the relationship. You could have been dead and gone at any moment. Man. I because I need a relationship with you. David said he needed it so bad that it was like the dead that panted after the water brook. God overruled everything. Get that in you and watch your situation change. Todd, I'm glad Prentice got you because I sure was going to tell you. Time for you to step up and stop and be what you're supposed to be. Amen. Amen. Way more to do than what you're doing. I receive it. I receive it. And Jerome, every time I look at you, I look at a mirror. I'm not talking about a preaching mirror. I'm talking mm -hmm. about the same walk when I when I walked my walk and I got started. And I fought myself because I was like, I can do better than this. Why can't I do better than this? Right. Same with me. To going to sleep with tears wet pillow and waking up the same way, trying mm -hmm. to get it right. When I failed, it was so devastating. And I told God I'd rather be die than to live like this. I'm tired of it. Right. When he put his arms around me and showed me how much he loved me by right. just filling me with his Holy Spirit and talking to my spirit. Things Thank like that, nothing better than what I can even imagine. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Whole another plane. We're, we're coming up, as Prentice said, on year number two. Mm -hmm. Year number two. And we're halfway there. Jesus. So you know that the enemy is going to turn up the attack. Right. right, right. He has to. That's his job. He's the only dude doing what he's supposed to be doing. If you think about it, he's the only one doing what he's supposed to be doing, turning up that attack. And so at all times. At all times. So we got we to gotta be vigilant. We got to hold each other even more in prayer and be ready and able and willing. I say it all the time. It ain't nothing but a road trip. That is not just a saying. It ain't nothing but a road trip. That being said, all hearts and minds are clear. Right. Yes. I'm praying tonight, uh, Brother George. One of my friends called me today, said her daddy is in the exact same spot as yours. 
Okay, okay. okay. And Jesus. she's going through the same thing. Father's oxygen levels is hovering around 30. Okay. So we okay. praying God move. Mm, amen. Yeah. The vaccine and still got COVID. Jesus. Mm. And you know, and he's a vet and he's fighting. So we're gonna keep on praying and and praying with her and praying that God moves on her behalf, her family's behalf. Amen. Amen. Father God, it's in the name of Jesus, Lord. We thank you once again for the opportunity, God, to always break the bread of life, God, and just to show and share, God, what you're doing in our lives for one brother to another. God, you see what two or three are gathered, that's where you be in the midst. And Father, you've shown yourself faithful to show up every time we get on this call. You don't yes. miss a Tuesday because you want to let us know how much you care and you love for us and how you're right. making a way out of nowhere, even when we don't see it. Your hand is in our lives, God, guiding us down a path that we need to go. We ask right now, Father, that you continue to be with us, God, as we walk mm -hmm. on this journey called life. Open up doors that need to be opened. Shut those that need to be shut. Break what needs mm -hmm. to be broken. Separate what needs to be separated. And God, to bring us into what we need. Right. And that's Lord. the people of strong relationship with you. We ask right now that you look on each and every one of our families, God. If we're, we're praying, God, we ask you to meet that prayer because we touch and agree. Maybe not in the physical, God, but by the spirit, God. We touch and agree that it is done and it is finished. We thank you for what you're about to do, God, not only in our lives, but in the lives of everyone connected to us, everyone that shall come on after this. See this broadcast, God, and, and get into it and say, that right there is me, and I thank you for that word. Father, bless them in a special way. Father, we thank you for each family in every situation that is going through, God. We know that you are a resurrection, God, and you're getting ready to fix it. You told me the other day you will, and, all, and when you said you will, that means everything that I'm in need of, God, you will do it. And I yes. thank you, God, that it wasn't just for me, but anybody that receives it, God, you will do it. Yes, You Lord. said it on that cross, that when you hunger, you said, it is finished. It that is means finished. everything that I was going to go through, I got victory over because you won it on the cross for me. We thank you, God, that you're doing these things in our lives. And we ask right now that as this group go forward, that you continue to add to our numbers, strengthen us, God, by the fresh wind and new blood that you add. Thank you for all you do. It's in the master's name of Jesus Christ, we do pray. All in agreement, say amen and amen. 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 Everybody have a blessed weekend, man. Uh, Brother Josh is on next week. So definitely looking forward to that, man. See you guys. Love you guys. Amen. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Have a good one.